We've got something Simon, something Nick, and that's generally the way it goes. So welcome to The Nugget, episode four. Today we're joined once again by our lovely guest. Simon, yo, yo, yo. Simon on the yeah, mic. Catchphrase. We're also joined today by uh, an official podcast adjudicator, uh, Nick. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Adjudicator? Yeah. Well, I, more of an invigilator, really. I'm just, I'm here from the Podcast Standards Bureau, and we just need to, you know, check up once on each podcast, just make sure things are all above board. Gotcha. So, uh, uh, this week, we're going to get a bit... Who invited of... the narc, Phil? Well... <laughs> I thought that he'd have something to add to the sorry, discussion we, occasionally. We, we had some complaints that some of the ad libs might not have been real. I'm just here to make sure no one's cheating Fucking in the podcast recording. Yeah, so, you, I, I'm not here. Just, had, yeah. How do you define whether an ad lib is real or not? I'm, I'm, I'm wondering well, what are the I, criteria. If, if I see you reading it out, then, oh, you know, oh, right. oh. if some supposedly spur of the moment quip <laughs> comes out, oh. and I see that you're actually reading it as prepared, then... What do you mean? This whole, this whole show is, is very heavily scripted. Exactly. Exactly. Every you, line is uh, just... Let me just check here. Oh, very careful. You like, arsehole. Yeah. Here we yeah. go. Yeah. I yeah. So, um, okay, so, ready? Let's get into it. So, yeah. Uh, we're going to get a bit continental with this episode. There we go. We're, we're turning to a story from lovely France land, or France to you and me, a country with which <laughs> I know... Who's a lovely France land to? <laughs> yeah, we've, been, we've all been there, France, man. it's lovely. What's France to you and me? It's, who, is, who is it lovely France land to the... The French, obviously. <laughs> they also call it France. Or the France landish. <laughs> the, Fra- the France la- landers. <laughs> lovely France landers. France landic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a country with which I know uh, you both have a very special affinity. Uh, uh, you being Scotch as well, of course. Oh, uh, yeah, the old alliance. So, uh, Terere is our guy in this story. His name, Terere, he doesn't have another name. Uh, well, the, the one isn't recorded, so we don't know if that was his first name, last name, or nickname. It could have been Terry Rare. Terry Rare, it could have been. It's Terry Rare. So, I, I don't know if I'm necessarily pronouncing rare, it Terry. right. Terry Rare. Terry Rare. Anyway, he was born in rural France near Lyon in 1772. I was in Lyon recently. Really? Yeah. Oh. Not seventeen seventy two then. No, oh. no, I ate tripe accidentally. Because <laughs> funny you should mention eating tripe. Actually, that will come in later. Really? Yeah. Because you wait. My, you just wait. The tripe. My then girlfriend, current fiance, my then girlfriend <laughs> said, right, "I know what you'll like in this restaurant. It's this thing. It's like," she said. It's apparently she said it's like French black pudding, and she lived in France for ages. She speaks allegedly fluent French. And uh, so she said to the guy, oh, this. And he was sort of like, are you sure? He's like, oh, yes. And like, there's a crepe. And it was like, some, you know, if you think you make a tripe crepe, you put like like a bit of tripe in it. But bloody hell, it was more tripe than crepe. And like, it was, have you ever had tripe? I've never had tripe. I know, oh, <laughs> the idea of it is just quite, quite scary. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it is so weird. It sort of looks like worms, like, like worms that... And you know what? You know what? It was, it was kind of all right when you like, because it had like a, a wine and sort of cheese sauce. And when there was like maybe like a ribbon of tripe, like with the wine <laughs> like, and yeah, cheese I'll, sauce. Yeah, I'll have a bit of this tripe to, with my potato and veg. That was nice. See how that goes. That was nice. Yeah, but like, like a see pile a, of tripe. A pile of tripe. No, <laughs> fucking that's hell. Not good. When it glistens. Yeah. You're not gonna. No, you don't think you're gonna enjoy it, do you? It's not, no. When meat, when meat glistens, unless it's got a nice sauce on it. Yeah, I had to sort of like surreptitiously hide some of the tripe in the leftovers of the crepe. Anyway, good times. So, love you, Alex. If you're t- listening. 
Terrain, born near Lyon, 1772. His parents quickly noticed that their son had an unusually large capacity for food. Tripe. Oh for my food? <laughs> for food? You're, there's going to be tripe. There they will go. be tripe. There will be tripe. I love this fat sequel. <laughs> I drink your blood. Intestinal. Yes. Well, okay. The contents of your intestine. I suck it up. <laughs> if you have an anus, and I have an anus, and I have intestines, and they go all the way around, next to your anus, I suck your intestines. I suck them out, Eli. Yep. There we go. <laughs> so, not only would Torreira eat anything that his parents were putting in front of him, but he would then be looking over the table to see if his siblings had finished their meals and, you know, trying to eat all the food off the yeah, table. Yeah, like my dad. Yeah, there's always one of these people around any given dining table. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have a good friend who actually got the nickname Bin because of this. Yeah, that was my yeah. dad's nickname. Oh, really? There By his go. parents, yeah. Uh, nice. Human bin, they put it in the bin. Yeah. Uh, so, even when he had eaten everything that his parents could provide, he would still be foraging for anything anything else around the house he could eat like candles and soap candles. just anything yeah you like some candles back in the day they were made out of like human dripping fat. and human fat I don't know about human fat is it like they harvest human fat just, you know could ladies be. of the it's uh, you know back in them days if you had you know, a railroad spike when was this? 1772 okay you had a non-railroad spike yeah. you had a <laughs> I don't know post spike you could just uh, you know of the gentry and just like like you would a, a tree sap, right? Yeah. Okay, that would be one way to harvest. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That okay. Could be, uh, you can't just bits. cut like cut bits off. I'm not sure how runny it is under the skin. I don't think it works the same way as like maple syrup, like syrup from no, a tree. You, that's why you've got to heat the aristocracy. Right. You heat. You heat the aristocracy. Yeah. You heat. You heat them. Right. Oh, and, and then and then the and yeah, then, the fat and then melts. It just runs out of them. Heat them. You've got to heat them quite severely for the fat to become melty. Yeah, yeah but there's so much like hundreds on of them degrees, they don't notice. Yeah. Really, a person wouldn't notice being heated up to hundreds of degrees. Well, you know, they're well, numb to the, the Well, yeah, you would notice because there's nothing to you. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so uh, once he gained us an adolescence, this insatiability became began to become a real problem. <laughs> it was rumoured he could eat his own weight in bullock meat in one day. <laughs> so if one of your progeny is eating everything you can afford and still eating the light fittings and soap and whatever the fuck, what uh, would be the solution? Uh, uh, kill them. <laughs> Just throw them out. Throw them out. Just like on your ear, mate. Oh, Off no. go. Go seek your, seek your fortune elsewhere. So he's a young teenager now, out on his own, and without any apparent marketable skills, he uh, falls... That's one marketable skill. What, what's what's that? Eating candles? Yeah. How's... <laughs> Didn't uh, they not have freak shows? Yeah, oh, well, you, there you go. You've, you've, you've called it. Oh, for goodness. So, right. I'm calling uh, it all the, all the time. Yeah. Uh, so he falls in with a band of brigands and prostitutes yes. who are hiding out in the hills near the Leon. The best band. Yeah. Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, uh, it's like like a travelling brothel with the security run by a load of thieves and yes, yeah, all people tagging along. Unlike normal brothels. Well, they're well, yeah, they've both have got a tent or some shit. They just set it out. Yeah. You know, it was, I don't know what brothels were like in the seventeen hundreds. Oh yeah, you know what they're like now. Though. Oh, very familiar. <laughs> yes, the Love red light district, just down the road, isn't it? I guess. Yeah, I don't know where a red light district is in Brighton. No. Oh well. Uh, it's all kind of gig economy it's not really a red light district it's sort of decentralised yeah there's an app there's an app yeah um, outside the Odeon is the uh, place where the ladies wait is oh, it yeah yeah so you, you'll see ladies in short skirts sort of waiting by the curb oh, okay. wait and a second out, pull up in cars and do it. oh wow ah, this is Brighton where the, the yeah. nugget is based obviously 
Yeah, it's like it's outside the Odeon in Brighton, UK. <laughs> Lovely place to be. On a cool. I such a universal there. reference. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So after a, year, a, a few years of the good life on the road with the whores and thieves, his unusual gastronomic capabilities were noticed by a travelling charlatan. I love all these timey criminals. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, which was apparently a profession back then who uh, who reckoned he could monetize Therese's talents. So we don't have a name for the charlatan. So I'm going to call him Charlie. because Charlie, Charlie, Charlie the charlatan. Charlie. Really like that. So Charlie decided to see what else Therese could take on. Not enough to be swallowing vast amounts of bullock. He wanted something more marketable. <laughs> bullock? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so what remarkable things can somebody eat? Corks, yes. Corks. Stones, sure. Uh, live animals. Uh, how Do you know the details of how these passed through his body? Yeah, he'd, he'd just eat them and eventually he'd poo them out. Or throw them wow. out. Okay. That was it. Or throw them out. Or throw them out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, but you didn't get the last one there, live animals. Live animals? <laughs> Poo out live animals. Yeah. Right, what's the biggest live animal <laughs> well, you can swallow? Would well, you like a steak? Like a steak, a, not, no, steak isn't a live animal. I meant to say, is he like a snake? Is he like I a think snake? Just, you know. You should, you, you were actually, you're calling it again. I'm calling the snake, again. The snake <laughs> reference comes up a couple Look, of times. Look, this guy was my dad, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this is really, really not cool. I was mean, trying to, trying to keep this a secret. You know? So I know what's happening. Uh, so, that's how you draw a crowd in rural 18th century France, obviously. If you're a, with if you're pen, a charlatan... With uh, ink. Pardon? That's how you draw a crowd in rural century France. Yeah, I think you'd draw a crowd in most places if you started eating no, with ink and stuff. That's how you would draw a crowd. I think you'd draw a crowd of policemen if you started. No, 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 you would draw a crowd. Oh, ink. Right, ink. All right, sorry, I was, I've, I went steamrolled straight over your pun. Okay, uh, let's do it again. Well, <laughs> um, it slipped me by. <laughs> I say, do you know how you draw a crowd in 17th century France? Ink. There we go. Clear for everyone. There we go. Uh, if you want to go back and Thank rewind you. it and write it down, you understand. <laughs> so I, I think I'm going to stop writing it down now because I'm just going to make sure I get it. Please do. Right, okay, anyway, so this crowd being drawn with was, just, with ink, was just what Charlie the Charlatan wanted. As uh, Terrer would draw a crowd with his remarkable eating pens. <laughs> with his remarkable pens. pens and eating, and after he had engorged himself, Charlie would set to work selling whatever snake oil he was peddling. Probably some sort of indigestion. I have cure. to say, this guy, I think this is living his best life. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, he's doing what he loves. Uh, you know, he's he's, he, he's got a need, he's got a job that meets that need. Yeah, he's really contributing <laughs> to society. He's been the travelling charlatan, one of those office-based charlatans, never yeah. go out anywhere, you know. I, I'm pretty much an office-based charlatan, really. <laughs> <laughs> Are we all? Oh, yeah. All right, so, uh, after a while, Torre wanted to break free of his minder and decided to go solo in the big city. Ooh. Gay, <laughs> gay Paris. You'll take up the charlatan game myself. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, see, this is like uh, when the Spice Girls fired Simon Fuller and went down the down the pan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well. Okay. Right, your, okay. Your Spice Girls knowledge, frankly, is look it's guys. Not a shock. Look I'm guys. So, I can't say I'm not surprised. Okay. Can you but, name any post Simon Fuller Spice Girls single? <laughs> I, can, I, I can only name like two Spice Girls singles. Which so, ones? Uh, <laughs> the one that goes Zigga Zigga. Um, 
and one that's of not Mine Love You. That's what some of the lyrics. Mine Love You. Both from the first album, Spice Phil. Produced I, by I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Pre. Um, I, I just oh, spice know. up your life. Spice I up your life. Second your life. album, Spice World. Also Simon Fuller. I am still. I'm. Draw, I'm reeling. <laughs> frankly, I'm a pop culture Gregor. I'm, yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure how how we got from Terrell onto the Spice World because <laughs> he dumped their manager like Spice Girls dumped Simon Fuller. Simon Fuller went on to found, of course, which other '90s pop sensation acts. Boys the witch. No, no, no. Both of those were Louis. All Walsh. Saints. Nope. Don't know who did that one. Oh, <laughs> I give you. There's a clue in the name of the band. Right. Wait a minute. The Mighty Fullers. You're just gonna Not have the to mighty say. Mighty Fullers. Come on, we the give mighty, up. Mighty Fullers. No. Oh no, that was later. Okay. Uh, S Club Seven. S Club Seven. Mm. Wow. The S stands for Simon's. Simon's <laughs> Club Seven. It was his club of seven people who would never leave him. <laughs> Okay, wait a minute. I think I'm going to have to have an intervention on behalf of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think this we're going to have to get back to Terrain yeah. in France. Right. His act. Fair we'll enough. get into his act in France and we'll leave the Spice Girls far, far behind. I bet he used spices, though, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I don't think he was that fussy about it. <laughs> no. I don't think he was auto-condimenting in any yeah, way. It's, it's got to have ketchup on this. It's spice, spice oh, this, this candle needs a little more piquants. Yeah, yeah. That's how Yankee candles were born. He was spicing up the candles. Right. So his act at this point in Gay Paris included wrapping his loose skin around his body. <laughs> that's is, what everyone does. Yeah. That, that's everyone's act. Yeah. My, look, my loose skin is wrapped really well. well it keeps all the organs <laughs> out. That's not an act. That's being a human being. It's not loose as loose as his was. You know, if you see, it's loose until it's wrapped around. Guys, well, no, he could like pull out flaps of his skin and like pull a, but like you can see people that can like pull over their skin from their stomach over their head and stuff oh, nice. like that. It's really weird. Um, so that's called Ehlers Danlos syndrome, which is uh, it, it's you get it from different uh, types of disorder. Uh, cool. So, uh, eating a whole basket of apples without chewing. Not an act. What? Without chewing. Without chewing. Cool. Um, he could hold a dozen ed- eggs in his mouth, which but, is people pay no, to see so, this shit. Sorry, but bullshit. A dozen eggs. A dozen eggs. A dozen quails' eggs. No, it's, well, it didn't say that, duck eggs, but I'm assuming that's a lot of. It, he had a big mouth. This guy. Right, okay. He he was doing crazy, crazy stuff. So yeah. and um, once that's he was. Eggs. How many eggs do you reckon you get in your your mouth, Nick? Two. Two. Yeah, it's got to Bill. be two. Two getting more than two, and you're choking, aren't you? Really? Yeah. I mean, so yeah. Are they hard boiled or are they soft boiled? Because soft boiled is probably riskier. Surely these are shelled. Shelled Shell. eggs. Well, ah, shell. well yeah. if you like get if you got like three eggs and then pound them all up, then you could probably that would be relatively oh, easier. Fuck, look, you could crack the eggs and have like a ton of them, like about twenty. Twenty like, eggs. <laughs> you reckon twenty? That's, that's quite. Like, if it's cracked, is it just the, lot. you know liquid? Right. Quite a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. So slim, were not full of apples, and of average height, Terrell cut a semi-regular appearance despite his capabilities. Despite his massive flaps of skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, semi-regular. Didn't say regular. Oh, 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 I right. see. <laughs> what, what, what would make an irregular presence? Well, the slightly more looser skin. Well, okay, so you can wear clothes over your skin, generally, don't you? So people aren't looking at your skin all the time. I know what this guy does. He, he wore a suit so cunningly tailored it left his hands and face naked. Ah. <laughs> all right. So, um, here's... Uh, it was also remarked that he emitted foul body odour. At the <laughs> really? time, this must have been pretty serious body odour since bathing in general at the time was unusual. And oral hygiene at the time basically amounted to washing your out with, mouth out with milk once a day or something like that. That's usually the way it went. 
Nice. So, uh, after he ate, his stink would intensify, profuse sweating would ensue, his eyes and cheeks would become bloodshot, and a visible vapour would arise from his body. Oh. A visible vapor. Yeah, that's what it's yeah. that's what it says, man. What a visible was vapor. the visible I don't vapor? know. He was just like just this stuff coming out of him. That's just like what? Like you know, like he's gonna have skin that you can like scrape grease off. Or something oh like wow! Oh, yeah. Like what a guy. Thing was, up until this moment, I was like, you know what? This guy sounds like kind of a personal idol. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I like my vapor invisible. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all? Sorry. Totally. Okay. Uh, despite these personal issues, personal, issue, personal issues, he's done well, right? So he's, he's gone from being thrown out on his ear by his folks to a vaguely successful street artist <laughs> in Paris. To stink man. Yeah. He's living the dream. What could go wrong? Oh, uh, he could shit himself to death. They mm, call it. Well, internal obstruction. That's what went wrong. Oh uh, yeah. So if you're constipated after eating a load of bullock, a basket of apples, twelve eggs, various small animals, and corks, it's going to be pretty important that you get this blockage sorted. Toot sweet. Oh, is this the story of the first enema? Oh, <laughs> unfortunately not. No. That happened a while ago. I would imagine. Well, so, what was the straw that broke the camel's back? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're not there yet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, he's, he's got the blockage, but I mean, he's got the blockage. A whole bullock, a basket of apples, very small amount. Like, well, which which thing crossed the line? Straws. Actual yeah. straw. Yeah. Yeah. An actual <laughs> straw or or needle or something. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll read on. Please. So, 18th century French medicine to the rescue for the blockage. Laxatives. Simple. Done. Mm-hmm. Sorted. Yeah, his medical team were most impressed with his recovery, and Terrer was. Sorry? What what laxatives were they? I don't know. I thought, no, that wasn't that wasn't in the record. Whatever laxatives were at the time, I, I would imagine they found some herbal root yeah. that had that sort of. Just curious. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't. I should have. Uh, sorry. sorry uh, your right. research in this. Oh, wait, wait for it. Wait for it. Your research in this area is somewhat lax. <laughs> There you go. All right, that's nice. it. No, stopping the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Thanks for coming. All right, thanks for listening. All right. Relax. So uh, his medical team were most impressed with his recovery, and Terrer was eager to demonstrate that, so he offered to eat the surgeon's watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll eat, eat your watch. Oh, I'll fucking eat your watch, mate. <laughs> no, thanks. I'd rather you don't. I'll prove how fucking all right I am. Give us your watch. Give your watch. I'll show you. I got a new watch for my birthday. It's pretty neat, right? Oh, I'll eat. I'll, 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 can I eat Please I do not show. eat this watch. <laughs> so the, the surgeon said if he did eat it, he'd, he'd cut him open to retrieve it. Um, <laughs> well, well, great. He did not survive the watch. So, it's 1792 in France, and both of you know what's going on in uh, France, in Europe in 1792. It's going to be a war, because it's France that in any other time before the 19th century, basically. It's just hardly ever stopped. Revolution, isn't it? Or revolution already happened? Uh, 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 It's after the revolution. No, it's before the revolution. Yeah. Um, uh, But the name of this particular war is the War of the First Coalition. And it's basically France. Mick Clegg, <laughs> David Cameron versus whoever the leader yeah, was. Yeah, Prussia. Miliband. Prussia, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'd like to see that, actually. Yeah, Ooh. the might of Ed Miliband and Nick Clegg versus the armies of the <laughs> Prussian Federation or whatever they Yeah, it's amazing all these wars used to have in Europe before we had the European Union, isn't it? <laughs> Just all the, like, all the time. Mm. Only like 20 years, you know... Yeah. Shame that, isn't it? It is a shame. Oh, well, good thing the European Union still exists. Absolutely. Fine. Okay, so, uh, multiple factions of French against various Prussian 
kings and dukes. So Terere is in. Unfortunately, his eating habits cause problems immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I suspected that if it was going to be a reason, that was probably the most likely one. Yeah, yeah or a stench. Gonna... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, oh, these vapors have given away our position. I'm afraid I wondered of... when their French accent would come out. I was... Yeah, <laughs> we've avoided it up until now. Uh, There's no one doing the terrible French accent. What are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, so the, the meagre rations forced him to begin bartering with other soldiers for theirs and he would search kitchen slops and scrap piles but apparently this was not enough to keep him out of hospital for exhaustion so he was so knackered he wasn't eating enough he was just knackered so this is from eating to too eat. little eating too little right yeah. okay. hungry yeah so he's just just like you can't handle not eating so they're like oh okay the, uh, the military doctors were very interested in Terre obviously in particular one Dr Baron Percy <laughs> yeah yeah no good Baron Percy like the name it's a good name like his name is he a Baron or was he just called Baron uh, I think his first name was Baron right <laughs> cool it's is he just cool. like one of those if people gonna... who buys like a, a, yeah. a title online well he's already got doctor so he's Dr Baron well yeah but he might have been like he's not ba- a Baron Doctor which would be something else isn't it? Baron Doctor like, yeah. like so like a, a night doctor Something like a baron. Oh, I see. Not yeah. baron, not as in like a female doctor. A night who's... doctor who can have children. Yeah, yeah, not like those. No. <laughs> night doctor. <laughs> Dr. Night Baron. Dr. Right. Night Baron. No, anyway, no, Dr. Baron Percy, surgeon in chief at the hospital. So uh, he set about doing what any normal late 18th century French military doctor would do when presented with such an interesting case. So, did he ease the patient's suffering, maybe, or uh, maybe cut him open? Yeah, run, run experiments. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to go. Cool. To go. We want to see how we can militarise this guy. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what? Wait that's their aim. That's what they want to do. They're this is like every Jurassic Park sequel. <laughs> how do we weaponise these things? We've had, had the good film. Next question everyone always asks. How do we... So he was going to basically use them to, to kind of eat the Prussians? <laughs> Well, well, that's one. That's, yeah, that's one going. Yeah. Well, no, maybe it's sort of you know uh, guerrilla warfare tactics. They'll parachute a bunch of really hungry people in yeah. into all the crops and then run away again. There's only one of them still. Though. They can't put loads. Well, no, I've like thought the whole point of the experiment was how to replicate. Oh, how to yeah, replicate? Right, fine. How can we make more like, like this an guy? army of an army of insatiably <laughs> hungry army? <laughs> well, it really would march on its stomach. <laughs> Trip up on its stomach. <laughs> Trip up on its stomach. There we go. Good one, Nark. <laughs> Okay, so uh, one of the first things they did, they, they saw how much this guy could really eat, and they just started giving him everything that he wanted to eat. They never, they never forced him to eat. They just only ever let him eat because he'd never stop until he was like completely engorged, <laughs> like, like <laughs> a snake. That's uh, that's some dubious reasoning there. Oh, we ever forced him to do this? <laughs> we just gave him absolute temptation, but he did it to himself. You know that was fine. Oh, we, we're gonna force you to do anything. We're just gonna give you opportunity and vast amounts of encouragement. Yep. Yep. That's how the French military is going. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we did not force them to fight. We just put them in front of their bombs. So uh, he ate a whole meal for 15, including four gallons of milk in one setting. Uh, he used <laughs> to eat snakes, eels, no chewing. He'd just swallow an eel, like big, like a big what? eel. He'd just like kill it, break its head, and then just swallow the whole fucking thing. Um, so, and when he was, he'd eat, uh, obviously, a, a variety of other animals, as mentioned. And once he'd eaten these small mammals and that, he would, apart from the bones, he wouldn't eat the bones, 
No, but God, he's not a monster. No, he he's, not, he's not that bad. He's not an animal. Wait animator. a second. He wouldn't eat the bones. He wouldn't eat the bones. So was he like a cartoon character? He'd get an eel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take it out and throw it into a dustbin. <laughs> and Oscar. Top cat. Yeah, Oscar. That's it. Yeah, you see it. Um, so. There's no way of saying There's no Sesame Street where like eating st- <laughs> stuff and throw bones and Oscar comes out. It's a bit too visceral for Sesame Street. The only way you eat in Sesame Street is you kind of chuck stuff into your like mouth, which is like got felt the inside, yeah. crushes it. <laughs> Flies out like a you know sort of bulimic mop. There's something weird about puppets eating as well. Yeah, a friend of mine has a real aversion to it. It's like there was a Dolmio advert or something where there was puppets and real food, and it's just like that's no, just wrong. It's, I imagine like a puppet trying to put real spaghetti and sauce into its face. Yeah, <laughs> it just have spaghetti all over it. It's not like many things where puppets eat, is there? Well, this is the Cookie Monster. Well, that's what I'm saying. The Cookie Monster just shoves it into his like felt lined mouth that's got no like you yeah. know gullet, yeah, I, and so it just smashes up and. You know, Sesame Street was on when I was really young, and I don't think I was ever young enough to be fooled by that. I, I think it really fooled is by it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was meant to fool anyone. Oh. Well, he's, sure he's, he's meant to look like he's eating it and just spraying crumbs everywhere in the process. Oh, yes. But uh, I'm saying, like, was any kid ever actually fooled by the fact? No, hang on. He, well, he's oh, really I, 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 he, he was eating cookies. I thought he was eating cookies. I, yeah. You know, I, I believe that, did, you know, uh, did you believe was. No, I don't. He know. Was, okay, here, <laughs> I think there's a greater philosophical point here. Were the, well, puppets, some ses- point. Were the puppets in Sesame Street supposed to actually fool children into believing those things? were real. But did children, did you believe the puppets were really... Well, did you ever truly believe that Santa Claus was real? No, of real? course not. I'm not a fucking moron. <laughs> but that's interesting. Like but I never knew, but then I was I was brought up to be a Christian and I thought that Jesus Jesus had like died on the cross for my sins. Well, that is very true. But he was not a puppet on uh, oh, yeah. a kid's TV show. They didn't have a puppet not Jesus. Yes. Not well, yeah, we, well, well, I bet there has been puppet Jesus. Yeah. Well, the, the, Maybe the, the, there was that snake god uh, uh, glycon. I think it was like worshipped in uh, India, I think, for a couple of centuries until it was exposed that this talking snake was actually a puppet. Right. Anyway, okay, so he would rub it up the skin and fur afterwards like a snake. <laughs> so the doc- the doctors think all of this is fantastic, and of course they get together <laughs> and pitch ideas for military applications. <laughs> okay, so what they went with in the end, they went with a courier. A courier. Yeah. So, a small wooden box secreted in the abdomen of a man could easily be, d- be disguised from a hostile power, and so, the top secret documents within. Wait mm. a second, though. So, what, well, yeah. Like, but you could just tell the man the things. <laughs> no, but then he might be tortured and give up the information. Whereas this... He might be tortured and give up the package. Shh. <laughs> Quiet. Sorry. <laughs> so, it's like a carrier pigeon, but in a man's intestines. Lovely. Marvellous. <laughs> So no problem at all for Arthur Air to swallow the little box. Use that ears to pigeons and dogs and bulls livers and all shit. And off he trots across military lines into Germany. So sneaking sneakily through rural Prussia, carrying his carrying in his person highly sensitive documents, which the brass have given him to deliver to a French colonel imprisoned near Neustadt. The first drugs mule, really, isn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Sneakily, he runs into some Prussian locals who immediately notice he can't speak German and call the authorities. Yeah, this is where this falls down. Yeah, yeah, no idea what's going on. Nice going to Rare, straight into the enemy's hands. So, after a little bit of light torture... Ah, there we go. Terea gives up his mission, telling his <laughs> captors of his assignment as a courier and the unusual means of concealment. I mean, 
I'm not saying I'm calling out in every... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> calling out a little bit. Uh, uh, telling his captors of his assignment as a courier and the unusual means of concealment for some very juicy hush-hush documents for the attention of said captured colonel. Right, did they make him shit it out now? Is that Change to Rillatrine. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrer eventually surrendered his box. <laughs> As I'm going to call it from now on. Sorry, darling. I'm just off to surrender my box. Oh, we'll go back, go in there and surrender my box. I'll sneak right out of that one. It's dark in there. Sorry, <laughs> So after uh, after the box had been extracted from the excrement, the small oh, that's a good job for you. Thank oh, he joined the military, and all I'm doing is <laughs> yeah. boxes out yes, of weird men's shit. You sergeant, clean that box. Yeah. What, what have I got to clean it? Yep. Yeah, go on, get in there. Can't we make him clean it, sir? What I like about this is presumably that was always the plan. You know, it was going to get to the uh, you know the other side. You were going to get the box. Mm, gonna, yeah. Someone okay. had to clean it at some point. Yeah. Someone had to like. Like wade around that guy's shit. Wade, wade around. Yes, he, he's gonna shit so much. It's gonna be a wadeable volume. <laughs> like you know, how many bullocks are in there? You know, five bullocks, eight you know baskets of eggs, a hundred you know living mice, and one box. That is going back to the Jurassic Park thing. Maybe. That is that fucking scene. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. That is yeah. one big pile of. Yeah. Yeah. Shite. Aye, aye. So. Um, <laughs> one big pile of fucking shit Ellie Sadler <laughs> so uh, the small box was cleaned and prized open everybody was very keen to learn what message was so important that the French would hide it inside a person what's in the bags the, cont of, the content of the message was essentially this is a test acknowledge if, if received that's hmm. it so that's it. So well, the interrogators were pissed because they were expecting important information. The, the Prussian commanding officer was pissed. And pissed too, so must have been our dear Terrere, who having risked life and limb for La Belle France, found his mission to have been but a test on the part of his La Belle shit. So, yeah. Well, serves him right for eating guinea pigs. Who Who's eating guinea pigs now? Oh, he would have eaten guinea pigs, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, had if they were pigs? available. And yeah. then he gets used as a guinea pig. Oh, uh, well, Poetry. Well, yeah. Karma. Uh, so, the commanding Prussian officer was so livid, he ordered a gallows to be constructed, and quickly Terrell stood on the trap with a noose around his neck. Ah, uh, Mr. Trick there. Yeah. I think they should have beheaded him, and then loads of like animals and snakes and stuff were, like jumped out the hole. <laughs> <laughs> like a, what, you know, the, the French, what, the what the Prussians? Prussians yeah, yeah if they're going to kill him, do that and then we'll cut be... his head off. But then they're apparently going to be attacked by various animals that are caught up. We wouldn't. They wouldn't want that, would they? No, no but it oh. would have been cool. <laughs> Look, you would be. I, I human jack in the box. I'm not I saying. To see that. I'm not saying I'm a Prussian military commander. Okay, I don't think like them. They're obviously they're ahead of me on the game of this. I'm just like, what's going to be the funniest way to kill this animal-filled mental? Mental, that's a bad word to call him. This animal-filled man. He sounds perfectly sane. Right, in Stick. the cartoon version of his life. Yeah. I'm sure that will Spring, hiss, roar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fortunately for our hero, the officer relented and brought him down from the gallows. Uh, Terrell was sent back to France, but not before having the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> he was already empty. <laughs> Serves you right for bringing a useless box. Right. Back in France, having been kicked shitless, Terrell was keen in the extreme to avoid any more military service. <laughs> so he returned to the hospital and Dr. Percy to seek a cure for his condition. So began the attempt at treatment. What condition is this? 
Well, it's not clear. It's actually a bit later on. Well, there's a little bit more about what he might have had, but uh, it's people are trying to find out how do you stop somebody eating, and why does somebody want to eat? It's it's still uh, uh, a weird thing in today's um, polyphagia. It's called eating. You get like you can get like stomach stapling and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So compulsive eating in some way, but like this, it's like because the other one that causes it is. um, Hypothyroid, hyperthyroidism mm. um, and people get really hungry constantly from that so often people with hyperthyroidism that's why people say it's glandular because that's your thyroid gland right. okay. um, mm. so people can be compelled to eat for various reasons mm. so we, we don't know exactly what, what was wrong with this guy educational detour there we go that's not even written down that. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. So, um, so first off treatment laudanum so oh, yeah. yeah massive amounts Heroin, of opiates basically. Yeah, yeah basically that's, it was the cure all of the day so if there's something wrong with this guy just give him a shitload of heroin man I like I love the like in the eating. olden days it was just like they just gave him heroin and cocaine yeah you get it in bottles Jesus like, give it to kids yeah heroin was the brand name wasn't it it was yeah. like yeah, yeah. Like, try yeah, heroin like, you, you yeah I'll walk down the local boots buy cannabis cigarettes and uh, heroin lozenges yeah. and cocaine lozenges and stuff. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Anyone can go in and buy. Yeah. Well, the thing is, because it's highly addictive, people like selling it. Because it's. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's highly addictive. That means, oh. <laughs> there we go. Cash Hashtag legalise it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tricky one, that. Uh, let's stay away from that one for today. Okay. Okay. Uh, so. Terrell's still hungry, yes. Okay, so tobacco pills. Hungry for heroin. <laughs> hungry for heroin, yeah. Probably still hungry for heroin. So they tried tobacco pills. No good. <laughs> yep. I don't know why that <laughs> why, why, like, You know what? Tobacco. Why, why would they even make pills? those? Why, like, isn't I'm just trying to like, add packing or something like that. <laughs> it just had loads of filler. What Maybe people, that'll work. What people love about smoking is that it just is the tobacco bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just the... I'd say gallons of wine vinegar. Good. No, still hungry. <laughs> Dozens of eggs. No, we tried eggs. Eggs. That's a very scientific, that one, yeah. isn't it? Well, eggs. <laughs> you know, I, that is... I, I prescribe you eggs. Eggs. <laughs> it's a scientific method, isn't it? It's heroin, fags, <laughs> wine, vinegar, eggs. Eggs. And so on in that order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so all, all these attempts fail to slacken his appetite <laughs> okay I wrote you a prescription for eggs but really you can just buy it from the shop for a lot cheaper <laughs> okay so uh, uh, Terea is obsessed with eating at this point so um, at this point <laughs> at this point no it's got it's got even worse now he can't restrain himself at all so uh, after eating anything he could find at the hospital he would take to the streets of Paris and search of anything to fill his incredible belly so roadkill offal from butchers bins just you know, fighting dogs for carrying in the street, all that sort of nasty. Wow, stuff. was he still thin? Uh, apparently, yeah, he was. He maintained a like because he, like you say, it was like a snake. He eat until he completely filled this, himself. This guy really is and my dad. Just kind of like <laughs> genuinely incredible capacity for, for food. Whip it thin, and has never exercised. So eating roadkill off the streets of Paris. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you about some Chinese restaurants we went to. Oh, that sounds really bigoted, but they did serve like fish stomachs and weird stuff. Oh, well, it's a delicacy in some places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My 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 Prison. wife ate a chicken heart when we were on uh, honeymoon. No. I mean, there, was yeah, that a ritual? A <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was a live one. No, no. <laughs> okay, so um, he realised a source of food in the hospital that hadn't that wasn't kept in the kitchens. It was kept. In the, it was kept in the wards. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. They already tried heroin. <laughs> okay, what, well, you ready? <laughs> this is insane. I'm not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure you're quite prepared for this, but so just take a deep breath. Okay. He ate hospital food. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 good lord. <laughs> you, you're sick. How can you suggest such a thing? Oh, oh roadkill. Like the Laura Blazing Hospital food. Semolina with sugar free jam. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Ah. Okay, he was found to be bloodletting patients. Oh, that, so he was just like, what? like, like uh, with the fat, like I was saying. Yeah, but blood. Oh yes, yeah. but rather fat. It really doesn't require the same well, sort of he was heating, cutting yeah. people and drinking their blood. Well, if they had like a um, an IV or anything like that, or maybe he knew how to fit a get uh, a, a, a kind of a needle in somewhere. He basically he was just bleeding people and drinking their blood. Fucking uh, hell! Uh, uh, unconscious people. Uh, probably yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. if they weren't at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So this guy, wait a second, I know what his disease is. Mm -hmm. Vampirism. Hello, vampirism, you got it again. <laughs> yeah, right, so this was the first vampire. Uh, no, it wasn't. Oh. <laughs> the first vampire was Christian, who was the first vampire? <laughs> uh, oh, Vlad the Or was it Abel? Cain. Cain killed Abel. Really? Mm. Yeah. Okay, oh, there we go. Educational nugget there on the nugget, lovely. Yeah. Uh, so he was found in the morgue eating corpses. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, wow! First yeah. vampire and the first zombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, after the disappearance of a fourteen-month-old child, for which Terrell was assumed responsible, <laughs> Terrell was chased from the hospital and out of the good doctor's care. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! You know what? He, he wasn't. Pr it wasn't proved. But it's like everyone was like that motherfucker. He's been eating. He's been eating corpses. So an alive fourteen-year-old baby. Are we talking? Um, yeah. Right. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like first off, you when you first get the taste for meat, you just have any old kind of, you know, any old boots, any old toughness. It's fine. It's delicious. Then you got to move on to the rarer stuff, haven't you? <laughs> Long pig. True, yeah. Long pig. <laughs> wow. Right. You know what? I was, uh, at the beginning, I was like, this one is a lot less grim than the other ones. <laughs> uh, it's really fun. It's like a, a fun guy. He eats a bunch of stuff and like shits boxes and things. And, and now he's a, he's, a, he's a baby eater. Apparently. Uh, yeah. I, I don't want this to believe this, actually. I, I just think the baby went, was like kidnapped yeah, by yeah, He was kidnapped by someone else. This is it. It, was, oh, it wasn't yeah. proved. Oh, the baby now. disappeared and oh, something yeah. probably happened to it, but probably not that. Yeah, it was, I, I don't think it's MO, like, it's if, his, if he was mm, going to be into eating people, yeah. wouldn't he just like just? He was know, just an adult. There's more meat on it. Yeah, you know? just desperate. I suppose it's, e it's easier to get away with it. Yeah. So anyway, four years later, Doctor Percy received word from a hospital in Versailles that a patient of theirs would like to see him. A word from a doctor in a hospital, not word from a a, a town. That would be weird. Yeah, I didn't think it was a talking town. No. Well, that happened though, because there's letters from, as as Adizard famously said, there's letters from the Corinthian, from Paul to the entirety of Corinth. It's like, that's, dear Corinthians, that's from do a these person, things. Though. Yeah, true. Yeah, fine. Still, 
addressing it. It's Corinthians to Paul. Hey, Paul, butt out, you weird prude. <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> so you're such a twat. I would prefer if no one had sex, but that's just me. Just his weird... Sorry to digress. But his, like, weird, like, fear of sex just fucking destroyed, like, just made the whole of Christianity really fearful of sex. Like, that's just his old... Ha- this one maniac's hang-ups has fucking been responsible for so much kind of repression. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, perhaps we'll do one about St. Paul. That's a good idea. Yeah. Well, that, that might be a good idea. I like that, actually. I don't know what really St. Paul did other than write a load of right. strange repressed Weird, letters. yeah. Weird letters. Yeah. All right. Um, so, uh, their sickened and bedridden was Terere. Oh. Terere <laughs> told Percy that he had swallowed a golden fork. An <laughs> 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 attempt to commune with God. So, <laughs> this might just be the straw that you guys were looking for. <laughs> that was a quest item, then. <laughs> Sorry, I can't like show via the, the podcast that it's glowing slightly in the corner. <laughs> so, oh, that was the sound of it glowing in the corner. You might have heard it in the back. <laughs> so. <laughs> After a baby, they only taste better than that. It's a legendary golden fork for a Ding! Uh, and so Terrell was sure that this was the cause of his sickness. This, yeah. this guy reminds me of a dog I knew, you know. <laughs> dog ate everything. The dog used to, like, constantly suck its own cock. And then it had its balls cut off, so it just ate everything instead. And ate, like, a screw... And then, like, had to have, like, 500 oh, pounds worth of surgery. Oh. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. So, uh, however, Percy saw that Terere was in the advanced stages of tuberculosis. And after a month, the internal bleeding worsened. Terere died in Versailles in 1798. He was 26. Wow. What a life. Yeah. What a life. So we got a lot in there. Literally. Yep. Into his mouth. Absolutely. So, there was an autopsy performed... Ray. I have uh, a quote here. A uh, hundred birds, like, flapped out. <laughs> and the snakes. And, and the snakes. And, yeah. yeah. Like, there was, uh, you know, there was a fly, there was a mouse, there was a cat, there was... Oh, Why did you swallow the fly again? Uh, I don't know. I <laughs> <laughs> he'll die. Wait, is this the inspiration for this... Uh, for this, for the, uh, the nursery rhyme? Okay, so you ready for this quote? Yeah. So... Therese's gullet was found to be abnormally wide, Duh. and when his jaws were opened, <laughs> surgeons could see down a broad canal into the stomach. Wow. His body was found to be filled with pus, his <laughs> liver and gallbladder were unusually large, and his stomach was enormous, covered in ulcers and filling most of his abdominal, abdominal mm. cavity. End quote. Oh, uh, wow. They found so, one yeah. baby skull. <laughs> <laughs> it was the fork that did it. It was the fork. <laughs> they, did, they didn't find the fork when they did the autopsy. Yeah. So, I don't know what happened to that. Just Ding. got absorbed. Yeah. There we go. So, that was Terere from France in the 18th century. What, what do we think about Terere? It's been a Terere pleasure. Just been... uh, oh. Oh, it has been. A Terere pleasure would be to eat... Like a, a whole supermarket aisle. <laughs> well, he would do it. He would try, I'm sure. So, um, that was this week's episode. Uh, have you got any dates coming up or anything, so I want to ask you again? No. I, uh, we're we're finalising some things. Okay, cool. Well, I look forward to that. Cool. Uh, that's Brighton, UK, usually, where most of the gigs go on. From yeah. our lovely Simon Plotkin, look out for his stuff. 
Um, shout out also I've been told I've got a shout out to the Dollop podcast because they were absolutely a massive inspiration for me to start doing this um, and I'm not monetizing this at the moment obviously it's just a thing that I do for fun uh, but any support that you want to give you want to drop onto the Facebook page or anything say hi it would be love to know how many people are actually listening because it's difficult to find out um, I know that some people are listening on SoundCloud but I can't find out how many people are actually subscribed so if you are let yourself known Lovely to hear from you. Any suggestions also gratefully received? Um, I hear Nick, our adjudicator here, has actually got one in the pipeline maybe lined up. Nick, is that true? Um, you, uh, yeah, that's sort of waiting for you to... Right, uh, to oh, okay, cool. All right, well, things, well, yeah, things in the pipeline. I, I've got Very a exciting. Well, you've mind. got the pipeline, yeah. Nick? Um, Subject? Yeah, yeah, I was going to... Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so... Cool. But we'll see. Well, thanks, guys. Oh, you want to plug something, Nick? Oh. Nick's got a plug. Yeah. If you like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff, uh, try Shatters Atlas. Available from shattersatlas.com. It's sort of like a tabletop role-playing game like D&D, but with action points like the old Fallout games, if anyone's a fan of them. So, uh, yeah, if you're a massive nerd, go buy that. That'd be great. Shattered Atlas. There we go. Good plug. Uh, a similar plug. I'll plug my mates Battle Mats. So he makes Battle Mats. Just Google Battle Mats. Battle books as well, they're, they're bloody good map books he makes there. Base. Uh, Alright, okay, that'll do. Um, bye! Bye! bye. Mm. Mm.